Hey, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to another episode of World Talk. This is Spiritualism Episode 5. Today we're going to be talking about kind of what a spiritual life is. Uh, there's a lot of general misconceptions about uh, how one should live a spiritual life, I guess you can say. And I am by no means saying that there's only one way to live a spiritual life. But I'm kind of talking about some of the general themes amongst multiple types of people who live a spiritual life. So... We'll go ahead and jump into that. And I'm not exactly sure how long this episode's going to end up being. Obviously, you'll be able to see the length by the time that you click on it. But um, I am kind of recording this as I go along. So it's a little unknown to me how long of a video or how long of a podcast it's actually going to be. Well, the first thing I wanted to talk about is kind of the misconceptions that a lot of people have about what a spiritual person is. Um... (laughs) First of all, a spiritual person isn't always a good person. That's the matter of the fact. Like, you can be spiritual, but you can be a bad person. And that's, it's a tough thing, I guess, because not a lot of people think about it that way. But uh, a couple of the main issues that people have is a lot of people have a mental image of what a spiritual person is. And this includes, like, they're always happy. Um, They kind of have a superiority complex, and they think they're high and mighty. Um, they they always think that the spiritual person is a great person by nature or that uh, they're perceived as something that's rare and that, you know, most people aren't spiritual, which is all of that is false, by the way. Um, many people who are spiritual uh, are not <laughs> high and mighty in any way, shape or form. If you're meeting somebody that's got some type of superiority complex, chances are they're not enlightened in any way, shape, or form. Uh, However, the concept that thinking that a spiritual person is always happy is completely ludicrous. A spiritual person, like any other person, is going to have different moods. They're going to get sad from time to time. Like, come on. It's, It's human nature to be like that. Um... Like I mentioned earlier, spiritual people aren't always amazing people. Uh, For example, active practitioners of things like demonology or Satanism uh, are often considered, you know, generally bad people. Um, And this isn't to say they don't have a moral system in place that is respectable, but it's more or less the fact that they easily succumb to what most people refer to as, like, negative emotions. So things of, like, anger, uh, revenge, things of that nature. Um, another big thing. A lot of people think spiritual individuals fit in really well. No. <laughs> like, literally, no. Most spiritual people are generally outcasts or introverts of some way, shape, or form. Um... Apart from that, it's important to note that everyone has the potential to be a spiritual individual because you have to keep in mind that we are all spirits having a human experience, not the other way around. And so it's really important to keep that in mind. The next major thing I wanted to get into is kind of, I guess you could say this is the main part of the, the podcast, but seeing things from a spiritual light. No, this doesn't make anybody spiritual, but implementing these things is going to really 
open up your mind to a more spiritual way of thinking. So the main thing that I found is that all people who are like generally spiritual um, see the significance of all things. Every ordinary event that goes on, there can be a spiritual significance behind it. Um, your primary example of this is uh, synchronicities. Uh, for example, what's, what's a good example of that? Uh, if you were to look at the clock at a random point during the day and it happens to say something like 222, 333, or 444, some form of repeating number, um, this has a hidden meaning behind it, and these are often nicknamed angel numbers. You can honestly Google that yourself because I don't really feel like getting into it with this lesson. But um, that's one general form of a synchronicity. But also um, finding the meaning in the smallest things in your life uh, because one of the main things that uh, keeps people in a higher light is a sense of gratitude. And when you can recognize the significance in the smallest events in your life, you are going to stay in that mindset of gratitude. Um, this can be, uh, from a metaphysical standpoint, this can kind of be associated with uh, vibration. So a vibrational train of thought of like understanding or joy um, is going to be a much higher, more positive thing than something of like insignificance or disconsideration um another two things i want to talk about is there's two general high pursuits when it comes to a spiritual life these two things are joy and understanding everyone subconsciously pursues one of these things and if regardless of if you're spiritual or not um you're trying to accomplish um one of these two things and if you are not trying to you're gonna end up feeling empty inside and it's important to note that when I say joy I'm talking about like you know internal significant joy not just momentary happiness because happiness is a emotional reaction to an event not a general lasting uh state now, uh, also important to note with the vibration, the metaphysical thing I just talked about, about vibrational levels, uh, joy and understanding are actually like the two highest uh, vibrational levels on the spectrum. So uh, being that that's the case, it would make sense that they're two, the two um, general pursuits of sp a spiritual life. Um, when you're pursuing joy or pursuing understanding it's kind of what allows any event in your life to become significant because think about it this way a person of understanding if they encounter a bad situation they're going to react to it way different from someone who doesn't have that same mindset so if you're pursuing understanding and something bad comes along your immediate thought is going to be okay what can i learn from this why is this an occurrence in my life and like what can I gain versus someone who's not of that mindset where their immediate thought is going to be what did I do why do I deserve this if that makes sense um another thing is understanding that uh in the pursuit of joy uh 
it's not something that can be given to you per se uh it has to it go it goes hand in hand with understanding so knowing that uh joy comes from within but uh happiness can come from without it i'm i'm sure i'm sure i'm doing a horrible job of explaining that but um internal joy allows itself to manifest in your external environment so if you're in a constant state of internal joy you're going to naturally see more happiness in your day-to-day life if that makes sense um now, one of the things that's emphasized in many different religions is the necessity to eliminate fear in your life. Sorry, I was stretching. Um, the big reason why it's important to eliminate fear is because it is perhaps the largest roadblock on the path to the two pursuits, joy and understanding. Because think of it this way. In order to chase understanding, you require two things. You require knowledge and you require experience. That experience part is largely blocked by fear. You can't go and experience life if you're constantly in fear of what could happen. Same thing for joy. Sometimes to reach an internal state of joy, you're going to have to sacrifice something. Whether that's a part of your, something that you've uh, associated as being part of your personality, a part of yourself, or if it's... Uh, giving up a bad habit that you enjoy doing, something like that. But the fear of being able to conquer it, um, getting rid of getting rid of all your uh, fears that are blocking you from actually achieving that goal, and staying on the path of joy or understanding, because you have to you have to note that whatever it is that's causing that fear, that's blocking you from actually experiencing true joy or true understanding, is drawing you further away and leaving you empty. Um, which is really, and I understand how like tough that can be, but it's understand that in the long run, it's gonna be a lot better to just get it out of the way early. Cause think about it that way. Like, if you get that stuff out of the way earlier, then you just have more time to experience internal joy or internal understanding. So, why not just go ahead and knock it out of the park now? And then the last part I wanted to talk about a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to get into it too much because it's going to be discussed later in my second season of my podcast. But uh, I want to talk about what people nickname the spiritually gifted. Um, Now, I understand that some people have a natural disposition to have spiritual gifts. But I do think that everyone in some way, shape, or form does have a spiritual gift. Um, And for the most part, this is grouped into a category referred to as extrasensory perception all that means is you're perceiving things that uh most people don't on a day-to-day basis um this is split split into (laughs) three primary groups that you'll see uh i'm sure you've heard of this one at some point in time is clairvoyance uh it's basically just psychic seeing so if you hear of somebody that's a seer, they can see spirits, they can see auras, things of that nature, they have clairvoyance. There's claircognizance, which is psychic knowing, which I guess you can say sometimes it would be telepathy, but usually it's not the case. Usually it's more like when they have problems in their life, and their life answers just come to them. Like 
extremely easily or without actually uh, working through logically to get to an answer. Sometimes that's intuition. Sometimes it's not. Um, and the third is clairsentience, which is psychic feeling. In other words, you're empathic. You feel other people's emotions. Um, you have a lot of empathy and often a lot of sympathy for other people that are going through something. Uh, a lot of times you'll see you'll see counselors, you'll see um, psychologists who are uh, clairsentient. And um, that's basically all I had planned for this for this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, hopefully, the next okay. I'm planning for the next podcast to start jumping in to the uh, occult philosophy, which is going to be a hell of a task, and it's probably going to be a, a two or three parter. So stay tuned for that. But uh, feel free to get in touch with me on my Instagram. Give me a follow. Uh, do whatever you got to do to keep up your path of joy and understanding. And other than that, just have a good day and feel free to tune in to the next one.